You are listening to Get With IT, a podcast by IT Ops Times. Here's Katie D, online and social media editor at IT Ops Times. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us for today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be speaking with Giles Westy, founder and president of Data Pivot Technologies, on how organizations can better protect themselves from ransomware attacks as criminals become more sophisticated. All right, so just to get started, can you give me a little bit about your background and kind of how you got into this field? Yes, yeah, so uh, I've been selling software to large enterprises, uh, various solutions to large enterprises in the information technology stack for about 18 years. And uh, it's always been focused around backup and recovery uh, until about 2015 when I founded Data Pivot Technologies. Mm-hmm. And um, we sell data center and cloud solutions and all, pretty much want to be an all things data uh, solution provider to mid to large enterprises around the nation. Um, so data security, data protection, disaster recovery of your data, data storage, etc. All right. Thank you for that. And we've seen that there's been an uptick in the number of ransomware attacks in the past year. What do you think is um, responsible for this uptick in attacks? Well, it's proven to be incredibly lucrative for hackers. So they've doubled down to follow the money. You know, they can do it remotely. Um, If you can provide a way in, uh, there is a way to hack it. Uh, Even ransomware as a service has uh, become a thing and uh, it's provided easy access to anyone wishing to do harm or extort some money remotely from a company. Right. And as hackers have kind of become more sophisticated, how can security teams strengthen their efforts to prevent ransomware attacks? Uh, early early detection. Right. We, we think that um, third-party risk management uh, solutions are very helpful because a lot of the uh, ransomware gets in through the supply chain or from a third-party contractor. Um, you know, and having security and backup tools are absolutely critical, um, as well as good people and process. Um, I don't think that security and backup teams can function as a silo any longer. They have to uh, coordinate and uh, be aligned. Right. Um Hackers are targeting backup infrastructure, um, you know, so I think it's really important to have off-site immutable air-gapped copies of data should uh, the ransomware and the hackers uh, get in. And how do you think that security teams and kind of teams in general can work towards um, protecting themselves against ransomware, even with the move to the cloud? Um, yeah, so you have to invest in tools, uh, various tools to uh, identify early, um, you know, that are cloud ready tools, right. uh, as well as uh, should the uh, should a breach occur, uh, have a third party solution in the cloud that allows you to um, recover. You know, should credentials get hacked? Should there be a bad actor? Right. Uh, should there be someone trying to encrypt your data? There's a mutable, there is an immutable copy uh, within that cloud. Um, or you can uh, have an immutable copy uh, replicated back to an on-premise uh, media type. 
Right. And how can organizations work towards accelerating their recovery time after falling victim to a ransomware attack? Okay, got it. Um, well, first, make sure you don't get compromised. Uh, you know, is plan A. But plan B is um, make sure the backups don't get compromised. And use technologies that can determine the last good copy of the data. Basically have a curated copy of the data. Uh, some solutions allow you to find the last good copy, that curated copy, a little bit better. Um, have a hot or a warm site. Uh, to access that copy of the data, uh, then recover, then test. Um, some of the people here at Data Pivot uh, emphasize that you should follow the three, two, one rule and have a safe copy of your data at another site or another cloud. Again, go for the, the curated copy, have a have an automated process to uh, find that faster. Right. And for... Uh, very important workloads uh, that have lower RTOs, you know, consider replication, snapshots, or high-performing backup storage. Right. And do you think that the increase in AI technologies could have had any unintended negative impact on cybersecurity and made things easier for hackers? Yes, definitely. Uh, you know, AI or machine learning has been used for several years, you know, to identify anomalies. Uh, you know, some of which can be a, a malicious attacks, you know, so AI is now generating, you know, attacks via email and other methods. Um, I feel like the number one vulnerability is people right. um, where they fall for a phishing attempt. Mm. Um, you know, so AI can in good hands, uh, can be used very constructively. AI in bad hands can be used very destructively. Uh, so it's it's definitely uh, used by both sides, and it's going to be an ongoing uh, cat and mouse game. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think is the most important thing organizations can do to kind of protect themselves against these kind of attacks? I'd say invest in products, people, and process. Uh, assume it will always happen, and or assume it will happen eventually, and plan for the worst case scenario. So our specialty is being able to recover should you get breached. Uh, so have a good, clean backup copy that can allow you to recover. I would say have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, um, a backup to your backup plan. Um, have something immutable offline. Uh, document the process. Practice. Uh, consistently, you know, every quarter or twice a year at least. Um, and uh, multi-factor authentication should be in place, uh, role-based access, uh, encryption in transit and in flight, uh, anomaly detection, uh, as well as, you know, there's lots of options to choose from for immutable storage types online or offline. And data pivot assist clients with picking the right ones. And do you think that there should be any kind of newer specialized training to kind of help fight against these this increase of ransomware attacks? Oh, absolutely, uh, definitely. Um, 
you know, companies need to have fishing training in place. Uh, you know, certain companies that we do business with require that we do internal security training and fishing training, uh, as well as the uh, IT teams uh, just need to have a protocol and uh, be trained and ready uh, for the scenario of uh, having to recover from ransomware. And is there any specific step-by-step plan that you have that you think organizations could kind of follow the blueprint for when they're looking to protect themselves from ransomware attacks? Yep. So Data Pivot has uh, a disaster recovery ransomware readiness checklist we've come up with um, to be in the best possible posture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, should, should you, should you uh, get compromised, um, there's also a process we have to uh, recover, um, find that curated copy, make sure uh, the threat is mitigated and stopped, uh, recover, and then test, and so on. Yeah, I feel like having those steps in place is so important, especially now with all these kind of newer technologies coming up. It's definitely it's important to always be prepared and to have those backup plans like you mentioned. Absolutely. All right. Well, those are all the specific questions that I had for you, unless you have anything else that you think is worth mentioning or that you want our listeners to know. Yeah. um, Let me think about that. Uh, What do I want the listeners to know? Um, You know, Data Pivot, I would want the listeners to know about Data Pivot. And so Data Pivot specializes in enterprise backup and recovery, data protection, disaster recovery of your data, especially in a ransomware event. And it can be globally, uh, or it can be just in a single state of, let's say, the United States. Um, Any recovery scenario, we want to make sure our clients are prepared for, whether it be accidental deletion and a run-of-the-mill restore, versus a full-on uh, ransomware attack where all the production data is gone and they need to recover from a backup. Um, and we make sure that uh, the backups are recoverable. Uh, and there's like three different types of fault tolerances in place uh, to ensure that our clients don't have to pay the ransom. All right. Well, thank you again for this. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Katie. Well, that's all the time that we have for today's show. Thanks again, Giles, for joining me. And as always, thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform. And until next time, this has been Get With IT.